Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. I'm Sherry Harmel. I'm editor-in-chief and chief creative, I love that word, of the Extraordinary Women magazine, community, and podcast. Our sole focus in this community is to support women like you to make their dreams come true and create a life that matters. And we do that through the community within the Extraordinary Women magazine. Well, I have to share. I am a collector of ideas by nature. I'm just built this way. I love learning new things and going down deep into rabbit holes of ideas, people, history, you name it. I've even had a few of my friends say I should be a private investigator. Well, I don't think so, but there is a downside to this love of learning and information seeking, and that's input overload. So today's conversation, we're going to talk about why it's important to gather up information, but what you must do in that process, once you've taken in all the information, is hold on to you. And I'm going to use the process of podcasting just as an example. And I share that because many of you have shared with me that you'd like to write a book, you'd like to start a blog, possibly start a podcast or even a vlog. So hopefully this is helpful for you. Well, I started my podcast back in August of 2020. So I'm now into my second year of weekly podcasting and it's always changing. Guests are coming now. Um, I finally got to the point where I had the confidence to bring guests on, and um, I hope you enjoy everyone who's arriving. But I am still, after a year, seeking information on how to do podcasts better. I have joined Facebook groups. Honestly, Facebook groups that are specifically focused on podcasts. Not one. I think I've joined three. I've gone into clubhouse rooms to listen to people talk about podcasts. I've interviewed and asked questions of just about anyone who will talk to me about their podcast. I want to know everything there is to know. I want to know how to create content. Should I have guests or do podcasts solo? And some of you might have some opinions here. I have subscribed to the podcast magazine. And of course, because I love courses, I love taking courses, or I like signing up for courses, I've purchased a course on how to do a podcast. But I have spent money and time trying to figure out, you know, how to do this all so perfectly. And the result is that 
not that long ago, I was in a little bit of overwhelm because I had so much information. Actually, I came to the conclusion, and I'll share this, that there is no one way to do anything as varied as a podcast or really anything it is that you want to bring out into the world. Because whatever your it is, ladies, it must have your unique imprint all over it. You, the fabulously unique you, has to be at its core part of everything you bring out into the world. So then what is it about this journey down the information rabbit hole? I had to ask myself, what is it I'm seeking? Why, why? Perfection, that's what came to me, which is just another word for getting it all exactly right. I want the perfect platform. I want the perfect intro or outro, the perfect guest prep format, the perfect way to interview people. Basically, I wanted someone to tell me exactly how to do this. I wanted someone to save me from having to make a decision on my own, which, you know, let's face it, I wanted to avoid failure. Because if I made the decision, I had to also own the failure. And I share this because so many women spin their wheels seeking the right answer the right way to do something. We try so hard to do things right that often we do nothing. I was talking about this mindset just recently with uh, uh, Lisa Thomas, who's an energy healer, and she's amazing, by the way. So, you know, if contact Lisa if you feel as though you need to release any sort of energy blocks that are getting in the way of your dreams. Lisa's wonderful. I've known her and worked with her for years. Well, we were discussing this desire to find the right solution, the right way, the right person. And I came to the conclusion in our conversation that it's a little bit like looking for Prince Charming. Now, before you say, Sherry, that is a huge stretch. I want you to think about this. Is trying to find the perfect way to go forward or the perfect product to put out there, actually sort of sitting at home hoping to find Prince Charming? In both situations, we're looking for the savior, the perfect fit to whatever it is that we want or the life that we are imagining. Waiting for Prince Charming or continually seeking answers for how best to get a business going are very similar, and they're both diversions. They're diversions from actually taking action, and both are based on the belief that there is one person or one way to achieve what it is that you want. But ladies, as so many of you know, often the prince isn't all that charming, and nothing and no one should be expected to save us. As we are told, every time we get on an airplane, we have to put on our own oxygen masks first. But back to this search for the right way to do things. 
I finally took in all the input I could. I'm telling you, it was too much. Uh, Tina, my marketing manager, I think was an overload because I kept coming up with more ideas. They were not my ideas. They were ideas based on input, other people's input. But I finally sat back and realized I have to do this my way. It may not be perfect, but it must have my stamp on it. Otherwise, what's the point, right? We always, always have to return to who we are at our core and do what makes sense for you. And that may not make sense for, to anyone else but you, but it's important that it's you. Your stamp is all over it. I had to have a tough wake-up call with myself to remember this. Truly, sometimes I go on these walks and, you know, we used to call them in corporate world a come-to-Jesus conversation. (laughs) If we are all unique, though, and we are all special and one of a kind, then no one else will have that one perfect answer for you. They have answers and information that can be very helpful. But, you know, aside from all that information, you know, and take it all in, but you have to always ask yourself, what works for me? I finally had to do this. And you might be in exactly the same place, whether you're an artist who's trying to figure out how to sell your art, a pattern designer who wants to sell your fabulous creations, or you have an idea for a course that you want to create. Your business or your passion is a reflection of you and your specialness must be visible to others. You know, that saying, don't be a copy. I think the saying goes something like you were born an original. So why is it that we all spend often a lifetime trying to be a copy? Well, to that, I say, amen. Let's be our original selves. Just like your Instagram page needs to clearly show the world who you are and what matters to you, so should your business clearly reflect you, the unique, special, and extraordinary you. Now, to do that, you have to know who you are. You have to know the real you, not the wannabe When I started the Extraordinary Women magazine, as an example, I struggled at first with showing the world that I'm no longer young or thin. And then, after a few tough conversations with myself, I decided, who am I fooling? More important is the question, do I even want to pretend to be something that I'm not? No. I'm a woman of a certain age. And I'm still working on my relationship with food. I'm also someone who asks a lot of questions. And I'm super direct. At the same time, I'm also very kind and caring. But my intense desire to learn about people, ideas, and how things work can sometimes make me a little intense. And for a lot of people, they might say, "Mm -mm, she's too much. But rather than pull back, silence my questions, and become something I'm not. I want to find my people, my tribe, my community. This is important, ladies. Be who you really are and find a group of people who appreciate you, 
love your good characteristics and kindly counsel you through the rough patches. That's my goal with the community that's part of the Extraordinary Women magazine. Build it, create it, bring people together. And within that community, you will find those special people. I've done it in many of the communities that I've been involved with. So I think today people appreciate and even crave realness, honesty, and true authenticity. Be real, ladies, and love the woman you are today just as much as you love the woman you were. It takes a lot of confidence to show up real at the start. It does, absolutely. But as I've learned, once you pull back the curtains and show who you really are and embrace that you are enough just as you are, your dreams will start to fall in place. I leave you today with a fabulous mantra. I love this one. It's written by Simone de Beauvoir, uh, which she wrote it obviously in French, but I'll say it in English. I accept the great adventure of being me. <laughs> The Extraordinary Women magazine community and this podcast really are hopefully tools to help you on your journey to create that life that matters. None of us in the community are celebrities or even well-known, but your voice matters in this community. And because you are listening to this podcast, my guess is that you are also a real and true extraordinary woman. So welcome. And I encourage you to join the Extraordinary Women magazine community. When you subscribe to the magazine, you're welcomed into our private Facebook group. And because you're a subscriber, you'll get invitations to the coffee chats and the champagne soirees. I call them that depending upon your time zone. And this is when we get together online and talk about whatever issues are coming up for our community right now. For instance, we're gathering on December 9th for a chat about how to create holidays that matter, as well as the book Breath. Really interesting. I'm intrigued by this book, and I think you will be too. So our next coffee chat has got a little bit about breathing and a whole lot of discussion about how to create a holiday season that we love. This is a community, ladies, with a magazine for fun, I like to say. Wondering if you'll fit into the group? Well, married or solo, kids grown or still at home, whether you're in a corporate career, you're an entrepreneur, a stay-at-home mother, or even retired, I think you'll fit right in. We are about appreciating each other, encouraging each other, and helping each other to find the secret to your happiness and create the life that you want, a life that matters. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and join us by clicking the subscribe button. It's a whole lot for $29.99. I want to thank you for your precious time today. And as I say to my friends and neighbors in Paris, abiento.
Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation, and I hope you do too.